Hey, I'm Des. And I'm Christy. And this is Woozy Here Podcast. Where we give our running commentary over our favorite and least favorite scenes from horror movies. At the end of every episode, we will be giving our own one to five scale on how much we enjoyed the film that we like to call the Woozy Scale. We rate it using one to five knives, one being the least and five being the most that we liked the film. Welcome to October, favorite month of the year for all of us horror heads. At Woozy here, we are doing what we call Spooktoberfest. This month, we'll be releasing weekly episodes, including a bonus episode that will be released on Halloween. Our special twist will be that each film chosen will have taken place on Halloween night. So click that follow button. And make sure your device is charged as we stream these episodes to you. Today's movie is Halloween, 1978. Directed by John Carpenter. Written by John Carpenter and Deborah Hill. This movie has a 96% on Rotten Tomatoes and a 7.7 out of 10 on IMDb. The cast stars Donald Pleasance as Dr. Loomis, Jamie Lee Curtis as Lori, Tony Moran as Michael Myers, Nick Castle as The Shape of Michael Myers, Nancy Kyes as Annie, PJ Souls as Linda, Kyle Richards as Lindsay, and Brian Andrews as Tommy. So get on your jumpsuit and call the babysitter as, as we, we escape, escape through this episode. Today is a very special episode because it is Christy's birthday week. Ah, yeah. Ah, yeah. <laughs> so she chose one of her all-time favorite films for this one. Tell us why you like Halloween so much, Christy. Oh, man. There's so many reasons I like this movie. <laughs> I don't know. It's just my favorite. Michael's my favorite of, like, the classic slashers. He's we do know just, that. Yeah. He's dreamy. <laughs> I mean, kind of. <laughs> He's I just strong. love him. He's strong. He's tall. Yeah, sure, he's a little creepy. <laughs> That's all right. I mean, we'll get, of course, we'll get more into why you love, love this, this movie. Film. Yeah. It's just always been one of my favorites. It just feels like a classic scary movie. And it's just always been, I don't know, a warm, fuzzy feeling to a me. Warm, fuzzy <laughs> like a cup of tea, you know? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing helps me relax more than watching Halloween. Well, what birthday wish do you have for this birthday? I think for this year, I just want it to be fun. Nice. <laughs> I thought you were going to say chill. <laughs> no, because it won't be chill. <laughs> but I want it to be fun. I want to travel somewhere I haven't been before. Ooh. And I want to go on an adventure of some sort. That's, what, yeah. I, that's what I want for in store for this, this birthday. Nice. All right, I'm going to teleport you. I'm going to learn how to All teleport. Right. I'm ready. <laughs> well, don't forget to wish Christy a very happy birthday on Instagram or Facebook, either one or wherever, to be honest. Uh, Appreciate yeah. you. Happy birthday, Christy. Thanks. <laughs> now it's time for Ghoulies Trivia. All right, Christy. Okay, go easy on me. It's my birthday. <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, this film, written by Quentin Tarantino, about a gang of vampires in a bar, was also made into a TV series. Gang of vampires in a bar? Mm hmm I love this movie. Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. 
Let me know if you need a hint. I do. Well, he's one of the main stars in the movie. Quentin Tarantino? Mm-hmm. Another hint? Yeah. Danny Trejo. <laughs> I still need more hints. <laughs> I might just need to be told what Sama the movie Hayek. is. No. It's not coming to <gasps> me. From Dust Till Dawn. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, I should have known that. I love that movie. I should have known oh that. Oh my gosh, that's funny. <laughs> I'm sorry. Hey, that's okay. It's okay. Yeah, it's just not happening for me today. <laughs> it's just not happening. It's all right. It's your birthday. You can get a pass. Yeah, I get to not think today. Which actress plays a psychotherapist who enters the mind of a comatose serial killer in the 2000 movie The Cell? Is it Jennifer Lopez? Yeah, it is. Jenny no from eyes. The Block. I'm still Jenny from the block. <laughs> I like I like that. This isn't too much of a horror movie question. This is more just like general okay. horror, I think. Okay. What is the name of the ancient horned demonic spirit who punishes those who have lost the Christmas spirit? Oh, um, Krampus? Yeah. Nice. I like him. He's creepy. <laughs> yeah. I don't what, want him to come around. But what country is it where they like celebrate Krampus? Uh, it's not Swedish. Sweden, no, is it? No, but it's like Nor- Norway. It Maybe? could be I Norway. Don't know. Some like um, Scandinavian. I think it could be in country. Norway. They have like a Krampus parade. But yeah, it just says several countries such as Austria, Slovenia, Germany, the Czech Republic and Hungary. Oh, wow. Okay. Just like a bunch of Europe celebrates mm-hmm. Krampus. Yeah. And we got Santa. Freaking lame. Lame Santa. <laughs> we need to go to why Europe so and happy? celebrate Krampus. Why are you so jolly, Yeah, Saint why are you so Nick? jolly, man? Mm-mm. People should be punished if they don't like Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Dear God. They shouldn't just get coal. I think I now see why it's problematic. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What is the name of the charter boat used to chase down Jaws? Oh, shit. I have no idea. Is it SS something? No, probably no. not. Um, I mean, that's a good guess. Um, I don't know. Give me, wait, give me a guess. It's or give a me type a... of whale. Orca. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, nice. <laughs> nice. Hell yeah. I mean, it's that or like humpback. That's because so orcas, orcas are a like. cooler name. <laughs> yeah. I'm going, I'm going on my humpback I'm going boat. on my humpback. See you later. <laughs> I'm boarding the humpback. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> we open and it says Haddonfield, Illinois, Halloween night, 1963. Dang. You see the iconic house. It's white. It's and white. It's very square. Yes, very, very square. <laughs> There's a jack-o'-lantern out front. Something yeah. really funny about this movie is it actually was shot in spring. So they oh, had really? a really hard time finding pumpkins. Ah. They only had three that they could use. Well, hey, you know what? They used them. And one of those three job. actually originally was green, so they just painted it. Really? Painted it orange. <laughs> I said, this will fucking do. Yeah, this will work. You can hear kind of like some heavy breathing and someone looking through a window at a couple making out. Yeah, we've got like a point of view or a POV right. type of filming right now going on. Yeah. What kind of fucking kissing is that, though? They run upstairs. You can kind of assume what they're going to do. They're going to go do it like every other teenage movie or teenage or in a horror movie. Yep, for sure. 
the lights go out. Kind of walking around this house right now in this POV. Yeah, we get a walking montage. <laughs> I just love all of the shots in this movie. It is really the cinematography like is it. one of the biggest reasons I love this movie as well. To me, this is I mean, it was a low budget film. It was three hundred and twenty five thousand dollars for their entire budget. Damn. But it doesn't feel low budget. Yeah, I think they were having like a they had a really tight budget. That's why the Michael Myers mask is what it was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think they went between like two different masks too. They were. Cuz the mm-hmm. first one was like more of a creepy like clown mask clownish thing, yeah. And then the second one of course is the iconic Michael Myers mask. Right. But they just dyed his hair. Yeah. Took and off kind of took out his up. eyeballs. Yeah. Painted and it white and said, "Here we are." Right. And it's <laughs> I mean, it, it's worked. <laughs> I think they thought it was better because it was more emotionless, which right. is kind of... That is his thing. He is somehow very that's emotionless. Creepier. Right. This is so funny. They got I read done something. really quick. I was going to say that. I read a fact saying that, like, if this was in real time, it would leave, like, a minute and six seconds for them to have had sex. That was quick. Right. Yeah. I mean, he's a high schooler. Well, and he, like, came downstairs and was just like, okay, bye, like, right after that. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah. That is a skinny staircase. Like, nah. I'd so be happy to walk sideways up that. Right. My <laughs> hips would not fit through that. The POV is now going upstairs. You turn and see the clown mask that's on the floor that the boyfriend was wearing earlier. And then he sees his sister. Again, topless, just naked. Hair. The um, woman that plays Judith Myers is actually a Playboy model. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Huh. And she said the worst part about filming this scene is that she had to keep cleaning the fake blood off of her oh. in between scenes. I could see it. It looks like ketchup. It does. So Michael kills his sister, Judith. The way that she dies, or the the acting, though. It's so <laughs> overdone. It's very 70s. Right. But it's like, ah, ah, ah. Right. <laughs> Every time you hear the knife stabbing something, it's actually a knife going into a watermelon. Hell yeah. I I love that. The parents pull up now. Rough timing on their part. Yeah, and they're like, what are you doing, Michael? Take off his mask. And the dad's like, Michael? He's got a huge knife. That knife is huge. It is huge. The voice of the dad here is actually not the actor. It's John Carpenter. And he dubbed over. Why? Probably because he had to pay more for speaking roles and he couldn't afford it. Oh, that's true. Yeah. (laughs) Their budget was toy. But I love this pan out view. And it just shows tiny Michael Myers. He's supposed to be six in this. That is pretty funny, though, because even the dark lighting and everything, too, yes. is because they didn't have enough money for more light. Right. <laughs> like when you were when they're in the bedroom and there's like a closet light on, uh-huh. that's a legit closet light because they that couldn't afford like hilarious. studio lighting. Yeah. They're like, well, we just got to use what we have at our disposal. Right. <laughs> that's funny. They made it work. We are on to our first favorite scene, which is definitely more of an iconic scene. So iconic. I mean, this whole movie's iconic, but mm-hmm. there's definitely more iconic moments. Oh, there it is. <gasps> She's, Lori's you, walking with Annie. Uh, they just dropped off Linda, and straight ahead, you see the shape just yes. like standing halfway behind the bush, right? Right. <laughs> he's kind of peeking out, mm-hmm. <laughs> being a creep. And he's like, hey, what's up? And Lori's like, did you see that? And Annie was like, 
Dude, no. And Annie's she, it's the guy that you called out in the car earlier. And Annie just goes up there like no fear. Annie's so brave, but like she is. You know, bravery doesn't get you everywhere. I didn't know that apparently Jamie Lee Curtis was the only actual teenager in this. Yes. Like the other two girls are, you know, in their twenties, of course, but Right. That's crazy. Which is really crazy. Jamie Lee Curtis tried out for this three times because she what? wanted to be Lori so bad. And it finally was on the third time when John Carpenter was like, yeah, you're Lori. Well, and John Carpenter considered hiring Jamie Lee Curtis in the beginning or like in the first place, I guess, uh, as an ultimate tribute to Sir Alfred Hitchcock, because, of course, her mom, Janet Lee, uh, was a star in Psycho. Wow. And I, a star, like the star. The star. Like a yeah. legendary star. Icon. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's so awesome. Then Lori runs into the sheriff, who we later find out is Annie's dad. And he's like, eh, it's all right. Everybody's got to be scared once on Halloween. Mm-hmm. Let me just smoke my pipe. Smoke my pipe. <laughs> I feel like that's already the end of scene one. Yeah, that's it for scene one. But how can you not talk about how iconic that exactly, part is? Yeah. So we see Annie and she is babysitting Lindsay. She's now taking Lindsay over to Tommy's house where Lori is babysitting Tommy. She's going to use this time for some alone time with her boyfriend, Paul. To go have sex, like all these teenagers. <laughs> right. <laughs> she gets to her car, realizes she doesn't have her keys, walks back inside to get her keys. And all she's in is like a t-shirt because earlier she was making popcorn and I guess she spilt butter all over her clothes. Okay. So she like went to the laundry room. That was a whole thing. Got I guess stuck that, in the window. Yeah, sh- sure. When it's interesting to me, just the outfit choice in general. Like, yeah. Out of all the shirts, this is the one we chose. Right. Just a big button up. I guess she's babysitting, so she's got little to work with. She's yeah. gonna have her own closet. Oh, that's true. I do like that sh- that blanket that she's got draped over her, though. Me too. It's nice fall, fall plaid. Yeah. <laughs> she's got her keys, and she's now gonna get back into her car. I didn't even realize that this is one of the films that we see, like the serial killer actually driving a car. Yes, it's which one of apparently the few. never happens. This in Friday the 13th. That's yeah. Because when he picks up that hitchhiker. Mm-hmm. But other than that, so she gets in her car. She notices it's fogged up, like maybe someone's been breathing in it. And we know Michael's a heavy He's breather. He's a breather. He's a breather. <laughs> and he pops up from behind her and strangles her. And this is just really the first moment. He's been creepy. He's been haunting. But it's like the first time you're like, oh, shit. Oh, he's killing people. This he guy out here. is out here killing people. The and way her dying, her cross I literally can't. I love it. I can't. I love it. I think it's so good. Like, it's so funny <laughs> to me because most of the noises, the killing noises that in this make. movie are like, you're like having sex. Like right. you're, you're like, oh, yeah, you're like getting sure. down. That's what it sounds like every yeah. time that they die. And I'm oh, like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, why is that happening? Okay. Also, they're watching in this movie, the thing from another world, the 1951, which is crazy because then John Carpenter went on to make the remake, right? The thing, which it's we have so covered, cool. which we have covered episode two, episode two, <laughs> go check it out if you haven't yet. So 
in this scene, we see Linda and her man, and... They're doing it. They're doing it. Mm-hmm. In a very, like, weird way. Weird high school way, for like, sure. Like, it seems like they're kind of playing footsie while they're also doing it. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> you then see a shadow of Michael Myers pass them. So good. They get done really fast, again. Like, that yeah. was, like, five seconds. <laughs> And it was mainly just them, like, going... And Linda's like, that was majestic or something, or magic or something. She said something weird. And I'm like, bitch, that was literally 30 seconds. I don't know what kind of <laughs> magic you had within that 30 seconds. For wild, just smoking they cigarettes. They just out here smoking cigarettes and fucking constantly. The reason why horny teens all die, though, is usually because they're too preoccupied with getting laid than, like, knowing that there's a fucking killer. Right. They're not alert large. enough. And that's what I think is so funny because so many people thought that the point of this movie was like, oh, the virgin lives, the virgin is pure. And mm -hmm. it's like, no, she just wasn't distracted. She was just like on her own and yeah, paid more attention to things. That things were happening. She was more alert. Right. So he goes to get them or beer, I think. Yeah. He goes they, to get a beer. Because uh, I think Linda was like, do you want a beer? And he was like, yeah. Okay. Go get it. Go get yeah. a beer. And he's like, I thought you were going to get it. He's in a very dark kitchen looking for a Again, snack. Budgeting. Budgeting. Yeah, we ain't got money for lights. The light. <laughs> Damn, Michael came out of now, that closet. This is when you just see how strong he is. This is what is so terrifying. Like, obviously, unhuman like strength. Mm -hmm. A man being able to strength. lift another man with one hand. He's just strangling him. And then he takes the knife. Watermelon slash. Watermelon slash. <laughs> right into the abdomen. One, hey, this guy's killing was actually not too bad because he wasn't like super dramatic about it. Yeah, he was pretty good. Now this the part. The feet. Yeah, the feet. What comes next is so iconic when he tilts his head. Oh, yeah. Michael Myers, he tilts his head. He tilts it to look. To like admire examine. his work. Yeah. I didn't realize how skinny Michael Myers is in he, this one. He gets a little thicker a little as thicker. the movies go on, but he gets older. Yeah. He's only 23 here. Ghost Bob. Oh, this is so good. He comes back as like a sheet ghost and she's like very funny. I don't know how her hair got that jacked up with that 30 second sex, but maybe they had done it a few times. No, but she's, yeah, she's like, oh, so funny. And then she shows her boobs. Look at my titties. Right. But we only see like half of them. Did you notice that? From like halfway Cuts it the off nipple at the nip. Yeah. Said, <laughs> so, nope, too much nipple. I think she says you want to go again or something, right? Right. And she's like, okay, this isn't funny anymore. He has not said a thing. He's just standing there. Oh, so creepy and looming. Yeah, just not doing anything at all. She gets up and she goes to get on the phone because she's like, you're acting fucking weird. Yeah, she's like, I'm going to call Lori. This is weird. And then he starts walking up behind her. And right as Lori answers the phone... He chokes her with the phone cord. Then they're like, no half nips here. <laughs> he chokes her with the phone, and this is where, like, she sounds like she's like doing, they're doing it. it. Mm -hmm. I also thought that. And Lori is like, okay, very funny. Right. Like, first I get your chewing, and now I get now I this. get this. And Michael's just like, die, He's bitch. Like, he picks up the phone and starts breathing into it. I didn't realize how creepy Captain Kirk's mask could be. <laughs> it's so creepy. <laughs> William Shatner sued them for his likeness. Really? Which is really funny because they didn't try to make Michael Myers look like William Shatner. They yeah. tried to make him look like Captain Kirk. 
Uh-huh. Which is not William Shatner. Yeah. So really, it's kind of like a little loophole, but they ended up settling out of court like, anyway. Actually, my dude. Right. <laughs> Where we have a Captain Kirk mask, not a William you Shatner can mask. Suck it. Right. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. But I guess everything that William Shatner won, he donated to charity. I did realize how much I like the film score. Oh, it's like so the, good. The more the movie went on, I was oh, like, yeah. wow, I really. I like all the dinner. Oh, yeah. This is one of the best film scores. It's so good. Period. John Carpenter, of course, wrote it wrote it himself. He composed it in about four days. Damn. Yes. And it also has a very interesting time signature. And that's because his dad was a musician and would teach John Carpenter like these really odd time signatures just as mm-hmm. like a way to practice. So he actually taught him this time signature that I believe is called 5-4. And most things are done actually in 4-4. Four, four. So mm. it just makes it just offbeat yeah. enough to make you kind of like weird out and uncomfortable. I could see it. John Carpenter also showed an executive the movie without the film score first. And she was like, it's just not that scary. Like, I don't see mm-hmm. it. She then watched it back after the film score was added. And she's like, this is terrifying. I think it's a, yeah, it's, it's the way that it, it gets you. Like the music does. Oh, absolutely. He did great with the music that. is everything in this movie. When apparently Robert England, who of course is nightmare before or nightmare, nightmare before Christmas, <laughs> nightmare <laughs> on Elm Elm street. <laughs> He revealed in an interview that John Carpenter had him throw bags of leaves on set for one day, like bags of dead leaves. Just That's could you so just imagine funny. Freddy Krueger just, yeah, just on the out street, here, just, like here you go. Yeah, I think they had to throw out those dead leaves because it was spring. Yeah, when they filmed, they had to like kill all the leaves yeah. and then. <laughs> so now we're seeing. Lori come in for the fight. Yes. <laughs> she's finally seen Michael. She knows that he killed all of her friends. Mm-hmm. And she's terrified. She does not have her keys and she's been locked out of the house. She's like, let me the fuck in there. Yeah. She's yelling for Tommy right now. She's like, it's me. Please let me in. She's trying to throw whatever she can at his window to wake him up. And Michael Myers is just slow walking. Oh, That's what's also so creepy about him. He doesn't run. Yeah. So it's like. Oh, it's just so creepy. But he's also so strong, and he's always where he needs to be, even though he's not running to get there. So I did hear that it's kind of more so he puts these people in situations that it's hard for them to get out of, Mm. and that's why he's able to, like, kill them so easily. So he plots it really Mm -hmm. well. That makes sense. Yeah. See, he's strong, tall, smart. (laughs) He's the perfect package. (laughs) He's the perfect man. Lori's trying to make a phone call, but obviously the phone lines are dead. The windows are open, so she knows he's in here. They also wore all of their own clothes, too. Again, no budget. Tiny budget, (laughs) yeah. I'd be kind of sad, though, because I'd be like, cool, I lost some of my favorite shirts. Michael! She takes her knitting needle and stabs Michael in the neck with it. It's a pretty cool moment. And he goes down. Goes down for the first time. She grabs that big-ass knife. Yeah, she does. Literally the largest knife in the world. It's so comically big. I love it. The way that she's so slow, like, getting up there, though. I'm like, what are you doing, Jamie? She's creeping. She's got to make sure that he doesn't see her. And he's laying there like a... (laughs) Like, you know, those body outlines. Exactly (laughs) what I was thinking. Like one of those crime scene body outlines. Yeah, he really is. He's got his uh, knees looking all bent and shit and all weird. 
she throws the dagger. Apparently, she still gets asked by fans to this day, why did you throw away the dagger? But I think it's pretty obvious she's, like, disgusted by it. Just mm-hmm. killed all her friends. Because it killed all her friends. Yeah. yeah, and she probably thinks, oh, he's dead. So she's not that alarmed. But I'm like, literally, all you did was stab him in the neck with a knitting needle. And we've seen his strength, so... She doesn't know yet, though. Oh, that's that true. Huber's... Wait. Superhuman strength, not he's superhuman. He's Huber Hooban. He's Huber Hooban. Man, what sucks is I really love this movie. And then I think about where it went. Mm. <laughs> with Halloween ends. Yeah. And it's just... Honestly, I still haven't seen Halloween Ends. Oh, because God. Don't watch it. It's I not worth it. I didn't really like Halloween Kills very much. Halloween so. Kills also sucks. Well, this is the only one John Carpenter did, and I think it shows. Mm-hmm. So she's crawling up the stairs. She's trying to get Tommy and Lindsay. Also, little Lindsay is Kyle Richards, who is now a real housewife. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> I did not even know that. I saw her she's on the on cast. She's on Bravo. I saw her on the cast list, and, and I was like, like, who is she? Who is, like, who's Lindsay? Little baby Lindsay. There he is. And no one is paying attention. And the line right before that is so good because Tommy's like, you can't kill the boogeyman. And then he just pops up behind her. This is one of two of the films where he's referred to as the boogeyman. Yes. The other one is Halloween 4. Oh, the iconic closet scene. I love this scene. It's so good. She locks herself in there. Michael's hair is looking... It's yeah. kind of rough. I mean, he's had a night. Yeah. <laughs> Having to kill all these teenagers. Yeah. That closet has no clothes in it. Where's your clothes? Where's okay, all your she's, clothes? She's babysitting, so this is someone else's closet. Oh, that's true. And I do think it's funny that this movie was supposed to be called, like, The Babysitter's Murders or something. Wouldn't it hit the, the same? The Babysitter Murders, yeah. That would, would not have hit the mm, same. No. That closet is... Yeah, the closet is moving. He's about to break down these doors. Or he's like, no. John Carpenter had created like a scareometer for her Mm -hmm. because they were filming things out of sequence. So she didn't know like how How in fear for my life should I be today? And he would like show her like, oh, you're like fighting for your life or you're like mildly scared. Uh, So this one, he's like, you're fighting for your life, You are in it, girl. Get it together. She grabs a hanger and she pokes him in the eyeball. She's a genius for that. She's so awesome. Like she is what a final girl should be. Judy, take notes. Yeah, Judy. Take notes. And Victoria. Fuck you guys. Yeah, and Victoria. Jamie Lee walked so you could run. Yeah, and you did not a good job. (laughs) And you fucking fell on your faces. (laughs) In spite of how much of a scream queen Jamie Lee Curtis is, though, she she doesn't like horror movies. (laughs) That kills me. She said that she doesn't like being surprised, and I was like, what? That fact kills Kills me. You're literally like an you OG scream queen. Scream queen, yeah. girl. I can't believe this was her debut. I know. Again, she throws the knife away. <laughs> Which at this point, I'd be like, okay, you probably should keep it. Mm-hmm. But, you know. Shit, I'd keep that shit with me because what I'm you don't saying. know when you're going to have to stab him again. Yes. He obviously is very strong. As we learn from Scream, you got to get him in the head, you know? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> this is where she tells the kids, go to the McKenzie's. Which, speaking of Scream. Oh, yeah. Also, <laughs> the doctor that's in charge of Michael Myers is Dr. Loomis. And then we have oh, Billy yeah, Loomis. Oh, yeah, we got Billy so Loomis. lots of cool little connections. Also, of course, when before Annie gets killed, she's on the phone making popcorn. Mm. Which is interesting. Not when she gets killed. And, of course, she's not on the phone with it's Michael before, Myers. yeah. But it's just interesting that's little cool. connections. I think that's cool, that scene where he, like, sets up and just stares at her. The way he sits up her. is so creepy. 
it just shows like he's superhuman, which Dr. Loomis does kind of say. He's like, it's not a man. He's just pure evil. Apparently, this was actually inspired by a visit that John Carpenter had when he was in college. And he went to like a psychiatric hospital. I'm not sure what the reason was. But he met a kid and he said he just saw evil. Oh, that's terrifying. He had this emotionless face. And so that's kind of what Michael Myers inspired. Kids, like. Right. Kids are scary sometimes. Right. And that's how Michael Myers started out as a terrifying kid. Lori, no. He throws her over the stairs. They're kind of like grappling at this point. It's probably because Michael's just pissed. This is when she unmasks him. And he's like, how dare you? See, that's what's so weird to me. Like, that's Tony Moran. But any other time, it's Nick Nick Castle. Castle. Which is so, I don't know. It's interesting. I think. It is funny that they, like, switch back and forth a lot. Right. I think what happened was John Carpenter kind of broke it to Nick Castle. Because I believe they're friends. Mm -hmm. He, like, broke it to him. He's like, look, you're just, like, a little bit too scrawny to play Michael. Oh, yeah. And so he wanted someone bigger when he was unmasked, but then liked how Nick Castle's, like, um, gait was, like, his walk. Yeah. He liked that, so he used him as the shape. So that must be why uh, Nick Castle... Or that must be Nick Castle whenever he's killing Bob. Right. And he's, like, skinny as fuck. Yep, that's Nick Castle. Yeah. Exactly, because Nick Castle's pretty was pretty scrawny back yeah. then anyway. But then Tony Moran is, like, a big guy. That's cool. Five people actually end up playing Michael Myers in this. Tony Moran, Nick Castle, two stuntmen, and then the, the co-writer of Halloween, Deborah Hill, was actually the silhouette when Tommy sees him for the first time. What? <laughs> Yeah. So Michael Myers was at once a woman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> at one point was a That's woman. That's great. Oh, Lori is crying. Oh, yeah. I mean, she's been through it. She's she traumatized. Has. Dr. She Loomis. She all her friends. Mm-hmm. She, she almost chased. died. Yeah. Yeah. Dr. Loomis finally made it into the same vicinity as Michael. He's kind of been, like, one step behind mm-hmm. the whole movie. And now he, like, caught up to him and then... He fell out a window, and now he's gone. Yeah. He fell out a window. They look, thinking he's going to be laying there. He's gone. And then the iconic music plays. It's so good. The houses are so cool in this movie, They're too. They're so crazy. That's The Myers house is a legitimately abandoned house, which is why, like, when they're shooting in it, and mm-hmm. there's closed doors, it's like, because that room was completely unusable. That's so crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Oh, yeah, and... I think we mentioned this on the Beetlejuice episode, but we don't do least favorite yeah. scenes on birthday episodes. No least favorite scenes. All right, it is now time for the woozy scale. Okay, birthday girl, you go first. All right, I think we know. I already know. This is a five out of five knives I knew for it. me. I knew it. This is my favorite knifed man. This is my favorite <laughs> slasher movie. My favorite knifed man. <laughs> he gets all five of my knives. This movie is just iconic for, I mean, good reason. Yeah. The score. The acting. Jamie kills it. She do. She do. Nick Castle, Tony Moran, the other three people that play Michael, <laughs> kill, kill it. it. <laughs> I love this movie. It's just classic. He's one of the OGs. Of, you know, the monsters we know today, Mm -hmm. Jason, Freddy, Ghostface, right? He's number one. 
in my heart and um, <laughs> in um, <laughs> in chronological order my whole, as well. My whole body. <laughs> in my whole body. No, <laughs> just in my heart. <laughs> John Carpenter is just one of my favorite directors. He's mm -hmm. very talented. He has this vibe to his movies, the way he shoots things, that just, oh, it's just so good. I did notice that you you and uh, Chris, like, both have John Carpenter as, like, yes. Like, your two favorite movies are, are John, John Carpenter. Carpenter. Yes. And I was like, oh, y'all like the way that he films. Weird John Carpenter stands in this house. Hell yeah. <laughs> we love him. Chris, that's Chris's all-time favorite director. Halloween is my favorite movie. It is you know, the essence of Halloween time to me. Mm -hmm. um, I love how many facts we found on this movie. Lots of facts. And I feel like they're all really cool facts. feels like it was a very tight cast and crew because of, like, the low budget, but also because everyone was really excited about the film and, like, committed to it. And I feel like that really shows in how good of a movie this is. They probably did hang out a lot. I think they did. They mm -hmm. filmed it in only 20 days. Damn. Another fact, which is crazy. Um, but... I would say for a movie that only cost $325,000 to make, a fall movie filmed in spring, 20 days, and it grossed $70 million. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, that's a five out of five for me, just in those facts alone. But obviously, just a great movie. My favorite. I love it. Happy birthday to me. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday to Christy. <laughs> Happy birthday to me. <laughs> to me. <laughs> okay, so. What do you give it? You remember me telling you a while back that I don't like the original Halloween and I don't like. <clears throat> yeah. And I'm I, trying not to cry. Wait. <laughs> and that it's boring and yeah. like all of this, right? I remember that. So, the time our friendship almost ended. I'm going to have to take back Literally everything <gasps> that I said. Music to my ears. <laughs> okay, now, okay, don't get too excited. So I still, um, I still won't give it a 5 out of 5, but it does get a 4.5 out of 5. And that's because, like I said, I re-watching it, I was like, wow, okay, actually, I really like this movie. I love like, to hear that. And I was pleasantly surprised by how much I really liked it again because like I said the last time I watched this I was like this movie is so fucking boring like I don't I don't know why people like Not Halloween as their favorite yeah um, but rewatching it now I mean it's just crazy like John Carpenter the score that he chose for this movie like because I think he only wrote created. it in like four days yes and so that's crazy yes. by itself because that's talent yes uh, I mean he's a super talented guy anyway but oh, yeah yeah, like, the score is insane because it makes you feel super unsettled, and that's what we talked about, like, in this episode was the different time signature that he had. Yes. And everything, and it's just the way that they were placed within the movie, mm -hmm. too, was, like, perfect. I was yes. like, wow, what the fuck? The opening sequence to me is literally now one of my favorite opening sequences that I've ever seen in a horror movie, which is I crazy. Because uh, I, I like the like point of view that we get yes. from the young from young Michael and then once he puts on the clown mask like we're seeing it through the mask eyes which I think is insane right it's very because a lot of people a lot of people don't do that yeah right and I've learned that John Carpenter is now apparently one of my favorite directors also because of this because uh, I love the thing too but yes yeah rewatching Halloween I was like wow okay I really like this 
I really like it. Mm-hmm. And also the performances in it were really good. I mean, even though I joke about every time that they got killed, they sounded like they were like, <laughs> you know, having sex. I but, mean, yeah, definitely did. I mean, you know, everyone's got their own way, I guess, yeah, of dying that's right. <laughs> in, on films. <laughs> Who knows? We haven't died. We don't know what yeah. we sound like. So, um, so yeah, I mean, I just really enjoyed the performances. I really liked the movie score. I liked the way everything was shot, like just the way the that he the cinematography is just fucking awesome oh my god so it's incredible the shadows of michael like coming yes. everywhere you know everywhere that he was coming into yes. was amazing um and just yeah he is very he is very iconic even though i talk a lot of shit about him in the past uh-huh. but she does oh well, yeah it's all right not uh, anymore but the main reason it's 4.5 is because my honey boo boo ghost face is still my favorite <laughs> so that's um, all right but michael is now probably a close second yes because freddie came second but i think michael might be second see that's instead. mine i'm like number one is michael obviously mm-hmm. right behind him like honestly maybe even tied would be ghost face and then freddie and then jason yeah for me. yeah freddie freddie's third and then jason's fourth yeah, yeah for sure same but, um, yeah, no, I really liked it, though. I'm so happy to hear that. It. Maybe that was my birthday wish, and it just came true. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that was my birthday wish. I'm so happy. <laughs> Let us know where you stand on your woozy scale. Comment on Instagram at Podcast. Or on TikTok at Woozy Here Podcast. We hope you guys had a good time. Thanks for listening. And be like Lori. Lori.